Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. Lido missed the boat that day. He left the shack. But that was all he missed. And he ain't coming back. Hour three underway here on this Wednesday. Hope you're okay wherever you might be. Next stop, Coming up in about half an hour, Elizabeth Kitley from Virginia Tech Women's Basketball, the ACC Player of the Year. Time now, though, to get the Power Hour off in grand style. It's the Rolf Report with the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Rolf, here on BDST. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you, my friend? Good morning. Always nice to be with you on a Wednesday morning. I've got a big wedding on Saturday to attend. Oh. And so, you know, whenever, this is my weakness. Okay? In, <laughs> in many aspects, I have little willpower. Right. And that includes when I go to the registry and people are registered, say, for example, this week at Crate and Barrel. Right. Right. Every time one of my dear friends get married, I end up with new towels for myself <laughs> or dishes. Like, Mar, you've got great taste. I like that. I, I'm going to get two. One sent to them and one sent to me. So that happened. Uh, um, Mike and Jess are my former, one of our former interns and, and, and his wife uh, were married last year. And I got... Yeah, all, all new bath mats and towels. <laughs> like she's got great taste. Wow, this is where great did you stuff. find that? So anyway, it's happened again this week. What'd it you, has happened again this week. I got towels? some new okay. plates. Oh, plates this week. Okay. <laughs> and I and it it took every ounce of willpower, Rick, to to not hit yes on the ice bucket. Oh, I'm like, sure. What a cool ice bucket. 
I think that's, I think that's got to be a yes. I think, I think you got to go ahead and do that. <laughs> so every time one of my friends get married, I get new stuff. So which I pay for both, you know. But sure, that's the way sure. it goes. That's awesome. How are you? I'm good, man. It's tournament time, man. It's March. Here March Madness is here. Are we allowed to say that, or has yes, CBS trademarked yes. that as well? Nah, I don't know. I'm just going to ignore it and keep saying it. So yeah, women's <laughs> tournament begins Friday. I'm so glad you'll have Liz Kitley on your show coming up in a yeah. bit. You know, the Hokies have a chance. Uh, by the way. I don't vote, but if I had a vote, Kenny Brooks would have been my ACC Coach of the Year, all things considered. Absolutely, uh, all things considered. The Notre Dame coach won it. The Duke coach finished second. I saw yeah. that yesterday, and I, I thought that was a little bit strange. But, uh, you know, the, the voting is voting. But in any event, I think they got a great chance to succeed in this tournament this weekend in Greensboro and then the NCAA tournament, which they'll likely open at Castle uh, with the first two rounds if they win the first game. But the first uh, rounds are held on campus sites. And uh, that'll be great for Tech to host if it can, if it all comes to fruition. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I, those crowds are going to be uh, off the charts. Too. Oh my God, <laughs> it'll be so fun <laughs> when that so happens. So fun. <laughs> but uh, hey, let's let's go uh, back to the gridiron because my goodness right. gracious, well, I've heard from so many folks. They're concerned. First of all, you know, you lose Brad Glenn, they could rationalize it a little bit because of the relationship, and now he's an offensive coordinator. But I'm telling you, Bill, I've heard. I don't know. Fifty people have either text or called very concerned about the Joe Rudolph departure. What what what's going on and what's coming up next? Well, the timing is clearly not good, obviously, with spring football about to start. And you know, we discussed last week that Glenn was with the new Cincinnati coach Scott Satterfield down at App State and there was some familiarity there. Right. And when Satterfield had an opening on his staff, his O C his offensive coordinator went to the NFL. And, you know, Cincinnati's moving to the Big 12. They've got more money than ever there to pay assistance. And as a coordinator job in a Power 5 conference, it's understandable that Glenn would make that move. Sure. You know, losing Joe hurts because he was arguably the most accomplished assistant on Coach Brent Price's staff as a recruiter, uh, as a line coach. And, you know, you... You were so proud you had him, not only as a coach, but as a person as well. But, you know, remember, Joe was an interim head coach at Pitt, and he has aspirations to be a head coach again. And adding Notre Dame football to anyone's resume is something that's understandable, and that's something that he wanted to add. And I think it it hurts because of the timing, A. It hurts because of how good he was. Uh, but, you know, he wants to be a head coach. He probably needs to get a coordinator's role again. And Notre Dame football is an impressive uh, resume line. It is. Absolutely it is. I mean, it, and we'll see what happens with the staff. But I tell you, it also says, too, that at least Brent Price made some good decisions on guys because they are being, you know, wanted by other schools, too. That's the other side of it. And, you know, he mentioned to me, you know, well, the Hokies have two openings on their staff, and yes, it's an inconvenient time, but he's prepared. He has a list of replacements. In fact, there's been a lot of interest in both of these spots since the rumors of this attrition began about two weeks ago. So his job now is a bit more challenging, potentially, because of the timing of it, right? you got to bring someone to Blacksburg from another team that's likely to begin its spring ball in the next couple of weeks, right? right? And that person has to fit into what he and Tyler Bowen want as offensive coordinator and fit within the staff at Virginia Tech as well. And you got to do it quick, whereas when you're first forming your staff, you know, you take a, a week or month to do it. So I'll be curious to see who the two new gentlemen are. Yeah, I think that's what we just have to do right now, be in wait-and-see mode, and uh, I'm sure Coach Pry will go over every little ounce of detail before he decides to make that offer and get the new folks in. 
Um, hey, we talked about the women. Uh, the men last night, as expected, won at Louisville. They're trying to get right here down the stretch before the ACC tournament begins. Got a little bit close there at the end. Louisville cut it to three, and then Tech ran away at the end. But, you know, the Hokies, so I looked this morning, Tech, you don't get any net credit for that. So the Hokies are 74th in the net. Right. So there's no at-large possibility here for the NCAA no. tournament. No. But it's the eighth best net in the ACC uh, I think if they if they beat Florida State Sunday, that might likely locks an NIT bid, and if they do well in the tournament in Char- in uh, Greensboro, they got a great chance to host. the The question would be, you know, there's only 32 teams in the NIT, right? Right. right. And teams that win their league and then lose in a tournament get an automatic bid to that. Mm-hmm. So remember, it's not the 32 necessarily best teams or the 32 teams with the best net. My question from an NIT standpoint is how many ACC teams could go to the NIT? Because there's only a 32-team tournament. Right. And if only five get into the NCAA tournament, right, and the Hokies finish 11th or 12th on the conference, you know, I, if they don't get another win or two, I don't know that an NIT is necessarily a lock. It's a great it point. looks good. It's a great point. It looks good, but... You know, you, you don't want to lose two in a row, you know, lose to Florida State and lose to, in the uh, ACC tournament and, and just think, oh, we're going to the NIT because you don't know what automatic bids are going to be given out in that 32-team league, 32-team uh, tournament. That's a great point. I mean, depending on how many bids they get in the NCAA tournament, you're right. You can't just load it up with one conference, right, because they want to be a national type of tournament as much as they can be in the NIT still. So, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, well, it's been disappointing. Disappointing year, and maybe they can pull it out. Who knows? Hope so. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, before we head to the break, uh, more news for the Washington Commanders. Should have been Red Wolves, but anyway, it's a topic for another day. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Snyder. Um, you can make an argument, maybe the worst modern owner in the history of sports. Uh, your thoughts, the latest, what's going on now, these investors and everything else, it just continues to stink, doesn't it? You know, Dan Snyder's story is so bad, we're almost numb to it. And <laughs> no one wants to spend 45 minutes going through what he did, right? If you're out there, you don't want to hear this you don't for 45 want to hear. minutes. Right, but right. there's so much stuff there that you can't, you know, it's not like news at the top of the hour where you take 90 <laughs> seconds to go through it. Right. You know, so no one wants to hear this stuff. But his former billionaire business partners with the commanders want you to know. And people like Frederick Smith, he's the CEO of FedEx. He wants you to know. They want you to know that Snyder took out a $55 million line of credit without getting anybody else's approval. Mm-hmm. So remember, those partners, Rick, they own 40% of the Washington That's football right. team. That's right. So they were on the hook for 55, 40% of $55 million. Mm. Rick, let me ask you this. Um, <laughs> if I just agreed to $40 million in debt for you from Bank of America, would you want to know? I would kind of like to know to tell you I may not be able to live up to that bill, yes. And these aren't anonymous whistleblowers from, you know, the cheerleader coach, right? These are, these are billionaires that are like, wait a minute, you can't do that. Snyder didn't tell his partners. They allege he was siphoning off money from the team for personal use, sure which is was. cash poor. I'm sure he was. They allege that Snyder paid himself $4.5 million a year to put the team logo on his personal, personal jet. <laughs> I believe that, okay. too, actually. Yeah. Okay. He never told his partners because they wouldn't have approved the loan. Okay. So they cooked the books, allegedly. Now, that has the FBI and the IRS looking into this, right? 
You know who else wants you to know he did it? Bank of America. Wow. Because they gave a $55 million line of credit to someone who allegedly fudged the paperwork to get the cash. He's a bad guy, man. He's just a bad <laughs> and, dude, yeah. He's a bad dude. Forget about the sexual misconduct and the toxic workplace and paying off women who allege Snyder assaulted her. And, and yeah. Regardless of the side of the nickname, uh, the, 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 you know, yeah. the nickname yeah. where you were on. Um, he can't even get a stadium deal done where you would think everybody would want to... Right? No, everybody would want it. the stadium. Yes, the Maryland won't work sure. with them. Virginia won't work with them. The D.C. people won't work with them. You know, and and I'll, you know, who else wants you to know is Don Van Natta because he's ESPN's leading criminal investigative reporter, and he got a 61-page confidential affidavit, which shows that the NFL knew about this loan, Snyder knew, but they covered it up from the other partners, and that's not cool, right? Why? Why is the NFL helping Snyder in this deal, man? I mean, this, this makes the commissioner look bad. Anyway, it takes a long time to get through all this stuff. And it came out this week because Snyder has, according to the Washington Post, asked for, um, moving forward, complete immunity from federal prosecution if he sells the team. <laughs> His last card that he has he can play, right? Or at least he's trying. He's going to gonna hold the league hostage. Yeah, yeah he uh, is. Uh, uh, uh. If you're asking for immunity from federal prosecution, why would one ask for that? Absolutely, because you're guilty of everything. I mean, that's the bottom line. And Roger Goodell remains silent. Maybe he can't legally. It makes him look bad. It makes the league look bad. They just seem to hold this guy up as much as they do. That also disgusts me about this whole thing. You know, I mean, I know he's part of the owners that hire the commissioner, but come on. So, <laughs> this has got to be this has got to be done. And hopefully they get somebody in there who can try to restore the pride of Washington football. I will paint the logo of Big Dog Sports Car Talk on the side of my my car. Yes, yes. For way less than four and a half million a year, I'll do it for two. Okay, good, good. I'll work on that with the ownership here. See, what is he thinking? I don't know. I don't know. It just it, it we're just seeing signs of what everybody has dealt with that was there every day, all those years that knew, right? That just knew. And if you're a Washington Commanders fan, Washington football team fan, whatever you want yeah. to call them, so much makes sense now of the it does. the it instability does. and why we've lost for all these years. That's exactly right. Comes down to one. The fish rots from the head, man. Dad used to tell me that, and boy, it's so true. It's so true. But again, it's not something that you can, like, in, in, in a 140-character in, in tweet, explain. No. No, it's got to be a full, full, full article. <laughs> Uh, it's Bill Roth and the Roth Report coming up. We've got the SMA update, and I know there's some really great stuff. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing about the latest. You will as well with the kids over in Bill's class. The Baker team game of the week. That's going to be interesting. There's a lot going on he, he can choose. And then the NRV Heart Clinic top three. All that's coming up as you roll along with the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, the Roth Report, here on this Wednesday. More coming up with Bill after this. You know, buying or selling a home is a really important decision. We'll trust that decision to the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda have combined experience of 40-plus years right here in the New River Valley. Check their website, nrvhomes.com, to search properties. They'll give you home field advantage in a competitive market.
First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. My daughter is Marina. Marina has a rare form of children's eye cancer, retinoblastoma. Her doctor sent us to a specialist, and then the specialist sent us to St. Jude. Within the first couple weeks of us getting here, I was just so scared. Like, I think the reality just hit me, and it kind of hit me all at once. I had started to cry, and her doctor came in, Dr. Brennan came in and just didn't even say anything, sat down beside me, and like, hugged me, and held me while I like, was literally sobbing. And she just said, it's gonna be okay. We don't have to worry anymore. The treatment worked, and we've saved her eye. This place has been such a blessing for us. There's no way we could have paid for treatment back home if we had to. We can come here and we can just solely focus on taking care of her and helping her heal. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Partly to mostly sunny to start. More clouds late today. Highs at 67. Rain arrives overnight with a low of 53. We'll keep some showers in through the first part of our Thursday. Then clouds. Highs at 67. Lows at 47 Thursday night. And rain likely on Friday with a high near 60. That's your hometown forecast on the talk of the New River Valley. WRAD. From the classroom to the studio to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech Sports Media and Analytics Program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. And we're back here, BDST, the Roth Report, with Bill Roth and hey, the before SMA. We get to SMA, yeah. before we yeah. get to SMA, I'm still on this uh, Crate and Barrel site for the wedding registry. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> People really use the bread maker. I have never once had the desire to use a bread. Like, doesn't that just go, like, in the cabinet above the oven and it go does. to the back for about... Yes, in the box. You can go to our daily bread and get, like, the best bread made by tremendous bakers. Yes, absolutely. Bread. Yeah, I've, 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 I don't even know how you'd go about even making bread. Yeah, I don't understand. What about the three ninety nine ninety five? the... Unicoda 12 in 12, 12, the Kunicoda 12 outdoor pizza oven. Okay, well. 400, do, do, do people right. really go outside and cook a pizza? Well, you know, you never know. I don't know. know, like, do they? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. 400, you, you, is it that much better than the indoor oven? The, <laughs> well, maybe you and Burnup could take that in case there's an emergency or something on your way to a game. I need help with this. I need help. <laughs> I don't. I've never gone to someone's place and say, "Hey, look, let me show you my outdoor pizza oven." <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I have the wrong circle of friends. Uh, no, I haven't heard of that as well. No, the grill's fine. Yeah, you got to have pizza. Inside. We have an indoor oven. We can make pizza. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Is it? Does it taste better if we make it outside? Probably not. Can someone help? Yeah. I don't know. 
We'll, we'll find uh, out. Somebody will let us know. Watch. Somebody will send a text. I'll let you know. They will. All right, let me know. All right, our SMA update, uh, Georgia Tech's play-by-play announcer Andy Demetrius spoke to the class, uh, which was dynamite. Andy's an articulate, cerebral announcer. They had a big win at Syracuse last night, by did. the way. They did. They uh, did. Hit a bunch of threes. Everybody's scoring a ton of points against Syracuse now. The the zone is having issues. Um Today is quiz day in our class. We've got two classes that have quizzes, and this is the last um, week before spring break, right? Uh, but I do want to point out we'll have five student journalists at the ACC Women's Tournament, Good. which begins – it starts today. Mm-hmm. We have classes today, so we don't send as many – we're not going down – our students aren't going down till Friday. Uh, so they're going to do – the broadcasting-wise, they'll do all the quarterfinals, semis, and the championship games, even if – even the non-Virginia Tech games. And then next week is spring break, and we're going to have nine students at the ACC men's tournament next week. And a week from today, a week from today, Rick, our first ever ACC student media seminar. Uh, we're doing this in conjunction with the league and with our colleagues at Syracuse. Yes, yes. And we're inviting students from every ACC school and from Greensboro area institutions, which is uh, North Carolina A&T, UNC Greensboro, Elon, and High Point. And the, these students are all welcome to come for free. And we've got uh, Dave O'Brien and David Teal and Jim Phillips and Olivia Stomsky, a producer. And uh, I'm trying to think who else is on the panel. Steve Kirchner, the SID at North Carolina, and others, sideline reporters. We're still trying to uh, nail down our final sideline uh, reporter for, for our seminar. But a chance for the students to network with one another. And that'll be next Wednesday morning, uh, a week from today. And... Uh, inside the theater at the Greensboro Coliseum. What a great opportunity for those young people. That'll be great. Yeah, Steve Kirscher is one of the absolute best in the business. Absolutely. Great guy. Great guy. All right. So here you go now. You've got a task here. Your Baker team oh, game of the man, week. This was hard. I don't know how you do this one. I really don't. That's tough. Well, when we look back on it, I think our Baker team game of the week is going to be the ACC Women's Championship game. Whether yeah. it's Tech versus Duke or yeah. Tech Notre I don't know how it's going to play out in this tournament. Uh, among games that are already scheduled, uh, <laughs> it's coming down to the final game of the regular season in the ACC on the men's side, Rick, just like you thought it would. Just like we <laughs> thought it would back at the beginning of the season. The regular season first place team, right. the regular season championship will be decided in the game between <clears throat> Miami and Pitt. <laughs> Woo, who had that? Yeah. Well, yeah. You're making some money if you had that one. Miami and Pitt. We'll decide uh, who wins the league. There's some other really good games. Texas-Kansas play this weekend. And, of course, there, there's going to be buzzer beaters every night. Every, every night. night. Now, yep. someone's going to hit a three at the buzzer to keep their season going or advance in the madness. This is the best time of year. I'm getting excited. I feel like Vital's blood is flowing oh, through so cool. me now. So cool. Like every every dream, right? The backyard driveway three-pointer yeah. at the buzzer. Yeah. Someone's going to hit one every night now for the next month, and it's great. Yeah, it is. And that's why I love, I love the first round, like the quarterfinal Friday uh-huh. in the Big South. I love being down there. That whole atmosphere for the four games is just, it's so much fun. It is. You know, because there's there's so much emotion and it's real-life drama. It is. You know, it's not it scripted. You don't know. Someone's career, someone, someone's going to get put his, his or her shoes on today and think this is going to be my last game, mm-hmm. right? And their team's going to go on a run. They're going to play like <laughs> seven right. more games. That's right. Every year, there's a handful of teams, and they become media darlings if they make it to the tournament. Yeah, and when it, yeah, it's just it's great. Best drama, best event we have, bar none in this country, the NCAA tournaments. All right, time now for Bills. Ooh, this is going to be good too because I don't know what it is. The NRV. Yeah, I don't play. either. Top three. <laughs> three, two. 
ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3, presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford. <laughs> well, you're very good at ad-libbing, so... <laughs> So we talked about the ACC regular season is coming down to Miami and Pitt, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would put them one, two, or three to win the tournament. Agreed. Agreed? Yeah, I think so. Although I, I, Miami Miami is great because of its guards, and, and they got it all. They got it all. They really do. But the tournament's not in Coral Gables. Right. I'm going to go in reverse order. I, I still think at the end of the day, Virginia is the is the favorite to win it. They looked good last night. It was a good bounce back for them last night. Yep, yep. Because um, Clemson had played great at, uh, before. Anyway, yeah, UVA number one. Um, Duke two. Yeah, I think I have Duke gaining a lot of momentum. Yeah. Okay, so the Pitt and Miami fans, if there are such a thing in our listening audience, are not happy with me. But, right, right. Okay. And I'm going to come up with a wild number three for you. The Tar Heels. The Tar Heels. Okay. I can deal with that. I can deal with that as well. Good stuff. This is where they got hot last year. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, that's good stuff. We'll you see. know, there are some places, okay, where what has happened in college basketball in November and December and January and February, there are some places what has happened these last four months is just spring training. Right, right. Absolutely. You know, Carolina struggled so much last year, and then they make it all the way to the NCAA championship game. Right, right. They're the number one preseason team in the country. Okay. They got good players, and they have a really brutal season. But they don't have to have a great season now. That's right. That's they exactly have to have, right. They have to have a good run in a place where North Carolina's winning percentage at the Greensboro Coliseum is by far the best of any ACC team. And it's, uh, it's not a home – it's not the Smith Center, right? But it's the second best for them. And they'll, they'll be the home team regardless of who they play. Well, we're looking forward to it, as you said, and uh, we can't wait. We can't wait. Good stuff and the women's tournament also, same building. It starts this week. Right. Women's tournament is probably the top three. It's probably going to come down to Notre Dame, Duke, or, or Virginia Tech to win this thing. And um, I'll tell you one thing. The Hokies have the best player in the league. They do. And, and, Without and question. And Kitley's been the player of the year two years in a row. And it could be three years in a row, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and a hopeful return for the twenty three twenty four season. Right, right. All right. Well, have a great rest of the week, my friend. What about La Crusette Signature Licorice Black Enabled <laughs> Cast Iron Dutch Oven four <laughs> four sixty? Do people use that? I don't. I don't think so. It just sounds good to have, I guess, on your order form. That's all. I guess you know. That's about it. <sighs> Uh, well, let me know what you end up with. 460 <laughs> for a dot. Let me know what you end up with next week. I'm looking forward to this. That's going to be fun. <laughs> so it'll be a great wedding. It will be. It will be. Uh, that'll be the topic of conversation. Yes, the, the gifts will make it so. What, would you get them? That's right. That's right. <laughs> See you, man. Have a good one. All right, man. You Enjoy too. the madness. Thank you. You too. There you go. That's Bill Roth at the Roth Report. Taking a break. Going to come back. Liz Kitley. Two-time ACC Player of the Year joins us next as we roll along here on a Wednesday.
25 minutes before the top of the hour here. Hope you're doing well wherever you might be. All right. She didn't give me an exact song, but I know it might be her favorite artist, Taylor Swift, here on the program joining us. She was just announced now as the two-time ACC Player of the Year Women's College Basketball. Her name is Elizabeth Kitley. Liz, how are you? Good morning. I'm good. You did well with the song choice, too. This is this is the top-tier one. Okay, is this okay? Lavender Haze? This is what I went with? Yes, yes. Okay, all right, good. Well, I've never seen the video before. I'm kind of enjoying the video here as I'm looking at it. But <laughs> I don't want to get distracted. Uh, <laughs> but in any event, uh, my goodness, first of all, congratulations. Um, we'll get into the season a little bit, but um, two-time player of the year. You're the preseason player of the year. We had you on before the season, Liz, and can you just talk about how this season developed? Uh, I know how excited you are, and I, but I also know just from when I you know talked with you in the past, you're not really worried about individual honors, but uh, it's still pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's definitely really cool. Um, I think that you know through the season, our team's had a lot of ups and downs. I think you know we started conference play. Um, at one point, we were like three and three. I'm pretty sure, um, but it seems like about halfway through, we really clicked and started to figure it out. Um, and we finished 14 and four, which broke a program record for ACC regular season wins, which is you know just awesome. I'm so happy to be a part of that. Um, and yeah, it just seems like we're really uh, clicking at the right time. So hopefully, we can carry this energy into Greensboro. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Eight straight wins, and everything does seem to be clicking. Uh, I want to go back to a moment we had Coach Brooks on uh, about a week and a half ago, and he talked about. The one moment that may have changed things a little bit for you and the team was when you guys went down to Durham. And mm. i got to be honest, I've never seen so much physical abuse loud to one player than what they were <laughs> dealing out to you. I know he was upset about it. But can you talk about what that game, I guess, told you about the rest of the season, what happened down there? And then, of course, you guys got the uh, revenge win here in Blacksburg. Yeah. Um, I think after that game, you know, Coach Brooks kind of told us how it was, and he just said that, you know, teams are going to come after us and try to be physical with us because, you know, that's what they think is going to work. So it was kind of up to us after that point to fix something, and we started talking about how we had to be more physical um, on both offensive and defensive sides. So I think we started, you know, doing that a little bit better. I think we also started just coming out punching first better. I think we used to try to field teams out more. Um, but the the few games after that, we we started coming out with like a lot of energy. I guess a really great start, and I think that's what definitely helped us because it didn't let teams uh, like walk all over us. I guess like Duke uh, really was trying to do. Yeah, I think that's a great point. It, he it, it just felt like that kind of readjusted the focus a little bit. Not that you guys weren't focused, but you're right. The energy level is pretty obvious from the time opening tip. Sometimes it takes teams maybe a little while to get going, but you guys seem to don't have that problem very much. Yeah, Um, we definitely have our ups and downs. I think our first quarter against NC State wasn't the best a few games ago, but I'll credit that to uh, senior night nerves. Um, But besides that, yeah, we've really been coming out with um, a lot of energy and a lot of, I think we've been focused on defense, which is a huge difference also. I think our defense has gotten back to what it was at the beginning of the season. We kind of lost our way there a little bit in the middle, but yeah, I think both of those things are helping us to play a more complete game. I think we were, we would have a lot more ups and downs before, and now you know we're just focusing on trying to play a full 40 minutes. We are joined on the program by Elizabeth Kitley. She's now the two-time ACC Basketball Player of the Year. She, of course, 
named the player of the year yesterday, and Georgia Amor uh, named the first team. Georgia was on with us a couple weeks ago, Liz. I thought she said something that I want to ask you about, too, that was very interesting. Because you know Georgia better than I ever will, but she uh, very honest, very uh, very direct. She said, you know, we know we're good, but we never roll the ball out there and assume we're good. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because you had to, to work to earn where you are, but you also have to have that confidence. Yeah. Um, I mean, we want to make sure that we treat every game, you know, just as serious as if we were playing, like, the number five team in the country. Because especially in this league, like, you, nothing is guaranteed. Every, every team is extremely talented. Um, you know, Division One basketball, everyone can put the ball in the basket. So um, I think she just means, like, we, we don't expect to win any game. We know that we can't just walk out there and win. We actually have to show up, and we, we have to play well to be anyone in this league. So, um, yeah, we, we, I think we've gotten a bit better about that also, and I think our, um, our tough schedule in the last half of ACC play has helped us um, become tougher with that. And, you know, obviously it's shown us the talent in the league, and we respect every single team. It doesn't matter if they have a number beside them or not. Yeah, playing, what, five straight ranked teams like that? I mean, the fact the ACC Mm -hmm. is such a juggernaut in women's college basketball, that helps keep you focused, doesn't it? Because you know that each and every night you're playing an NCAA tournament team. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, um, you know, we could have up to nine, I think it was, or something like that, if if Syracuse or Miami or something gets in. So that would be insane. But, yeah, I mean, the last half of the season also for us was great because since we were playing so well, it got us a lot of good resume wins, so... I'm I'm very happy that we had those games when we did, and hopefully that'll just help us with seeding for the NCAA tournament. Elizabeth Kitley joining us on the program. Virginia Tech women's basketball team getting ready to head down to Greensboro for the ACC tournament. Um, she was just named back-to-back player of the year. You mentioned the family aspect of it. Uh, Georgia talked about that. Coach Brooks talked about that. When you saw that, and last night did a great job, I thought, um, social media – about how they showed the reactions of the announcement. Coach Brooks said he got a little misty-eyed as well. Can you talk about the family atmosphere around this program? Because it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. I think that's you know one of the main reasons why I chose to come here. Um, it's why my family you know loves coming up here so much. They can't stay away. They've come to all the games. Um, but yeah, it's just it's more than basketball. I think. You know, the award coming to me just is a reflection on the entire program and my family and their dedication to me and Coach Brooks's dedication to me and my dedication to the program. And it just reveals a lot more than just a, an individual award. And I'm super happy for, you know, any positive attention that I can bring to Virginia Tech Women's Basketball because, you know, it's obviously something that I care very deeply about and I just want to see it succeed and do well. Can you talk about the fan reaction? I mean, uh, the the loudness of the home games, especially the most recent home game. Coach Brooks highlighted that. Can you talk about how this community has wrapped its arms around this team? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's super cool to, on senior night, break a, um, a record for attendance for one of our games. I mean, it's definitely the loudest and biggest crowd that I've seen in my four years here, and um, it, it just means a lot to know that we're, you know, getting recognized for the hard work that we're putting in because we all want to do so well for, for Virginia Tech. And I know that everyone that comes to our games loves Virginia Tech also. So um, it's nice that we both get something out of the deal because we love the energy that the fans give us and hopefully that we provide a bit of entertainment for them. Um, and, and, yeah, it's just really cool to watch the growth of the program over the last four years. 
Elizabeth Kitley joining us on the program. She's the two-time ACC Women's Basketball Player of the Year as the Hokies prepare for their postseason run. When you hit the game winner the other night and the shots of your dad in the stands kind of took uh, took a lot of center stage, did you give him a hard time about all that? I mean, he, he kind of was a story. He kind of stole your limelight a little bit. <laughs> no, I thought it was hilarious. I, I definitely watched that like a hundred times just to watch him also. So, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him with that much like pure joy in his eyes and face. He was just... I don't know. I don't think he was – he dissociated. He was He was on another planet. <laughs> well, can you talk about that a little bit? I mean, everything you've gone through growing up and, and playing this game and getting better and developing as you got taller and you developed into the kind of player you wanted to be and the support you've had from your parents and your family at home. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I recognize all the time how grateful I am that I have parents that are able to – you know, come to all of my games and that I'm, you know, just two hours away from them. So basically if I need anything, I know that they're there for me. Um, it's convenient that my dad retired, uh, you know, not too long ago. So he's pretty much just living his life and doing what he enjoys, which just so happens to be coming to my games. So super cool. But, you know, also just the sacrifices that my mom makes to come to all my games. Um, she's not retired, but she makes it work for me. And I really appreciate that. Um, and also my, my sister, she, you know, lives with her mom a lot of the time, six months out of the year. But for my season, she always moves in with my dad so she can come to all my games. So, yeah, they're, they're super dedicated. And, you know, I think they have a lot of fun at the games. But I also appreciate that, you know, they're doing that for me. Yeah, you've got your uh, teammates on the floor on the bench. And you also have your teammates in the stands, right? I mean, that's terrific. That's oh, yeah. going to give you a nice sense of security some of these nights. <laughs> oh, it does. I know. I know regardless of how the game goes after the game, we're going to you know, meet up and be able to talk about anything. So I really look forward to it. Liz, take us inside some of the things that you guys are trying to prepare for for this tournament now, the postseason. Your mind has to shift a little bit, right? I mean, the great regular season aside and how it might look coming up in the NCAA, but in a couple of games you've got to get out, or a couple of days you've got to get out there and start this run, hopefully through the, the tournament. What has Coach Brooks tried to tell you guys to keep focused on, your eyeballs on what? Um, I think we just need to take it one game at a time. I think that, you know, there's obviously, with the way that we're playing right now, a lot of expectations, perhaps, and we we know that there's a bit of pressure because we want to win really badly, but we don't want to let that affect us negatively, and, you know, we won't have the opportunity to win a championship if we don't get there, so we need to, you know, take Friday, our first game, super seriously, and I know we will be because there's a you know chance we're going to play Miami, and we lost to them in the regular season, so... Um, that's going to take, you know, a lot from us. And I think we'll all be really focused and excited to have another chance at that if it is Miami. But if it's someone else, we have to prepare for that too. You know, this time of year is hard because you can't prepare too much because you don't really know what's going to happen. Um, so, like with that being said, we just have to focus on ourselves also and be ready for anything. Well, that's the thing too about this team. I mean, there's so much natural leadership, it seems like, throughout, right? Whoever's on the floor. You guys don't have any kind of – hesitation to remind you hey look this isn't necessarily where we want to be mentally we're not doing the things we need to be so it's almost like an extension coach brooks has talked about it's like having five other coaches out there on the floor yeah i'm going to attribute that to the fact that we are all pretty old um (laughs) you know out of the out of the starters we have two grad students two seniors and a junior so between us we've played a ton of games and um, hopefully that can relieve some of the pressure off Coach Brooks and have to remind us of everything every five seconds. 
All right, Liz, and finally, one more question. As you now prepare, what what are you asking yourself? What are you preparing and challenging yourself now for this postseason? What do you need to do better, even though there's not a whole lot you can do better out there mm-hmm. on the floor? Well, I definitely can. Um, I don't know. This isn't really a basketball thing, but I'm just – it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, but I'm just going to try to not put too much pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to psych myself out of anything, and I just want to make sure that I take this – one game at a time, and not. I don't want to wish for any time to pass. I want to appreciate um, every moment that I get to play with these girls because, you know, it's a lot of their um, last year and possibly my last year, so I don't want to take it for granted uh, at all because, you know, it's something that we all love to do, and um, we have fun doing it, so I want to be in the moment. That's a great point. You're not necessarily worried about the physical part. It's everything from the neck up, isn't it, once you get down to postseason yes. time? At this point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Liz, listen, we do appreciate you taking time. I know you guys are getting ready to head out to Greensboro. Thank you so much, and uh, it was great to be able to kind of head you on bookend before the year, now here, after, and congratulations on all your success. I know it's very well-deserved. I know how hard that you've worked, and it's great to see you being awarded, but I know you guys still have a lot to go out there and get, so I know you'll go get it and just know that everybody here is pulling for you. Well, thank you so much. All right, stay safe. Thanks for getting up to talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. All right, take care. There you go. That's the two-time now ACC Player of the Year, Elizabeth Kitley. Uh, When she called before the break, she goes, oh, I'm having trouble waking up. Well, I get it. I get it. They're getting ready to head out now for their, uh, what we hope is going to be a long tournament run. I think they're going to have one. I don't think there's, you don't want to assume anything, but they've got it all in the right places going into the tournament. All right, we're going to take our final break. Come back wrap up the program remind you what's ahead on our thursday show good stuff from uh, elizabeth kitler don't go away we've heard the other guys and frankly we've heard enough now shut that door and get the hell out of here the grown-ups are talking so sit down and listen yeah, that's right big dog sports talk with rick watson returns next on the wrad talk network i love the army you just have this brotherhood that you can't Good stuff today on this Wednesday. Thanks to Keon Brown, Bill Roth, and Elizabeth Kill. Again, a ton of reaction, my goodness, from uh, Liz being on. Appreciate her taking the time. <laughs> Told me there at the end there, before we hung up, I was worth getting up for in the morning. That's great. I appreciate that. I'll take that as a huge compliment. All right, tomorrow on the Thursday edition. David Teal's going to join us at 8.05, and then we'll have um, Dwight Vick at 8.35. That's tomorrow's program as we're getting ready and focusing on uh, the postseason. As Bill talked about, it's March Madness, and it's um, it's here, man. You can feel it. Calendar's going to flip, and when we're down there on uh, Friday down in Charlotte, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be on, and we'll see how it all works out. And we'll see how um, all these teams locally handle it, both the men and women. Radford women get underway tomorrow. They're riding some momentum going into the Big South Tournament. 
course, we just talked to Liz, and everybody's expecting. I mean, let's just say it the way it is. We're expecting Tech to win this thing. Um, so I hope they do. I think they will. Just know that even though they're expected to, Liz just said it, they're not listening to any of that because they know what they have to do. And I love the comment. She's already said, you know, if it could be Miami if it plays out and they beat us once. So, so see, that, that tells you they're already in the right mind for that game and for the tournament. Um, but in any event, good luck to all the teams, and we'll talk much more about that and get into it a little bit more tomorrow on the program. There might be some other things that come our way tomorrow as well. Um, so that's on our Thursday edition. Plus tomorrow we're giving away a couple pair of tickets for the Tech men's game as they get ready to take on Florida State. Senior day, the final regular season game for the Virginia Tech men's team against Florida State. And then they can focus on the tournament, and they know what they have to do. They have to win it, just like last year. They have to win it to be in it. They responded last year. Can they do it this year? ACC is, again, what did Bill say? Nobody saw Pitt and Miami be in the game that everybody's talking about to win the regular season, right? So this league is up for grabs. So I will say that. Um, Tech has been very inconsistent, especially defensively. Um, Neutral floor treated them well last year. Let's see if it does again this year. Maybe this is when Mike Young's team can live up to all that uh, potential for a uh, continuous stretch of games coming up. We'll see. All right, everybody, take care. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on the Thursday show. Be good. Center for. I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, New River Valley.